So I had this thought on the drive on the drive here. I mean, I thought it was funny. Um, do you think that I I think personally that Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, and or other Disney characters mm -hmm. would be detested by Disney adults? Yes. I think that they. I think that if the characters were real and had to interact with like Disney adults, that they would be really perturbed. I, <laughs> like they feel I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Perturbed. That like We've Mickey Mouse would be like, oh, God damn, I, I really don't like being around this person. Jesus what? Christ, man! Why do you have like decorations of me in your fucking house? How old did you say you were? Thirty? What the hell? <laughs> Listen, my shows are for like little kids. I understand that it's nostalgic, but don't make it your personality, please. Like that would I mean, be a little I, bit yeah. that was yeah. it. I just thought it would be like it, in my head. I was like, mm, yeah, they probably would be like, they would like be really uncomfortable with fully grown adults. Like, <clears throat> I would say so. I uh, saw, it, uh, it would depend on the adult. I saw a video <gasps> of a like. I mean, she looked like she was thirty, and it, she was like me coming. She had somebody recording her oh, seeing. God the castle in Magic Kingdom for the first time after the pandemic. And she was oh. like, she fell to her knees crying. Jesus, dude. When she saw it. I went to, I've, been, I've been to Disney World like twice. And that sounds prestigious for me to say. Not prestigious. Like, I don't know. Pri it's pri pri privileged. Privileged. But uh, I went when I was 13 <laughs> on a trip. And then that that lasted for... Like that was like actually a trip to Disney, and then the other time was on like a theater, I, like yeah. a theater trip, and we didn't have any time to do anything. It was like right. almost thirty minutes in the Magic Kingdom area, and we got to go on like one ride, and then we had to leave. Did you? Did you oh, go on? It the, sucked. Did you go on? It's a small <clears throat> world. No. Damn it. I went on. Uh, it. The Space Mountain. I don't. Oh, that, that was decision. a good one. It's a good one. I've heard that's one of the. Best or better rides besides yeah. um dude honestly Space Mountain the my, uh, my favorite you know what my favorite ride there was uh the Aerosmith ride you know what I, I wrote that's that, what I've heard it's the best I one. wrote that tw like twelve times in a row like because there was no line yeah. I don't like Disney World too much I would not go back I would actually go to Universal or someplace that has more roller coasters because I'm more of just I want to go on a roller coaster rather than. Oh, everything's Disney themed! Yay, yeah, dude! I want to go. At least to, you guys have gone to Disney. I, I, go to, I am the only one who hasn't gone. You're not I really go missing to, out. I want to go to Nintendo World in uh, Japan. Oh yes, that, that looks, looks awesome. It, it, it I know. Is, I know is, somebody who works there. It is expensive. Oh, you it looks have, expensive. You gotta have like money, money to go there. However, yeah. I do would like to go to Disney if I could only go to the Star Wars place. I know it's it's. Well, you can go to a specific kingdom. I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, if I was gonna, if I was to go to Disney, Star Wars would be the main reason I was going. Good evening, everyone. Good time. And of welcome. Day. It is. It is. It is usually an evening podcast, isn't well, it? Well, for us, I, I feel don't like know that when people be, listen to it, though. I yeah. feel like that would be nice if we said good evening. It sounds. It feels nice to say good evening. Can we say good day? Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Yeah. To the Twilight Zone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three Brothers One Brain Cell. We're back at it again, guys. I don't know if you know this. It's episode I, thirty. Yes. Episode thirty. Thirty whole weeks dude. of this, dude. I know, it's, right? Or applaud to every uh, to us. We did it. How, well how long is that? How long is thirty weeks? Thirty divide. Hold up, wait. No, There's that's, that's no simple. way. That's simple. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How many months? Seven and is... a half months. Thirty, no weeks. way. Just as serious. Just divided by four. Six point nine oh four months, dude. That, that makes sense because we because we started like in August. Oh wait, no, I did my math wrong. Year. Sorry, dude. It's half a year. So almost We're over seven. half a year of podcasting right now. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god, I'm fucking August. stupid. What do you mean? No. What do you mean, uh-uh? No, I was thinking no. you were saying we're over a year. I was like, oh. No, I know, over a half a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, uh, so, wow. yeah, thank you guys for listening to <clears throat> us for this long. This is incredible. Seriously. I'd like to thank my mom. I'd like to thank my dad. I'd like to thank my grandma. I'd like to thank myself, personally. I'd like to thank myself. I'd like to thank my brothers. Anyways. You know what? <laughs> let's give us... Namaste. Let's give each other 
a round of applause for staying this committed to a project that we thoroughly enjoy. Ooh, let's go us. Not project. We did but, it. You know, we did just, it. And it couldn't be possible without you guys. Sp- our sp- and viewers like you. Thank a, you. We don't have a sponsor. Oh, that was a PBS. Yeah, PBS. A little, PB, little PBS reference. Dude, yeah. Oh. All right, anyways, this is a podcast where we talk about all kinds of things. We do a little, everybody brings their own little topic to the table, each individual person. Uh, and that is really it. We each talk about topics in an order that is designated to us by the roll of a dice. Speaking of, where is said dice? Yeah, where are our dice? Where's the oh, dice? Oh, shit. We used... Uh, I took them upstairs. Oh. 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 So now that Judah's gone... Can we talk about... How bad his ass stinks, dude. Why are you sniffing his ass? I can't help it, man. No, dude. He's just That's like, not normal. I'm not, like, I'm not going out of my way to sniff his ass. I'm no, I know, saying, but you've been bending over and, like, smelling the seat. I dude. Why would you say that? <laughs> you look like a Dracula. You look like a Dracula. Who at what? All right. Oh. Let's go. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's wafting over. It's wafting over. It's woofting. Holy shit, it's woofting. Why is your ass so stale? Because I, I be eating. Shit. I be doing weird shit when I'm alone. I hope. What? <laughs> it's in a song. That's a song. That's not coming from me personally. <laughs> it's a song. Anyways. Let's roll the dice, shall we? Let's do it. Five. Wow. That's unfortunate because I was really excited about my topic. Y'all, you know I got a 12. 12. Oh, my gosh. The fates are in my favor. Are they? And I got a four. (laughs) So you're going last. No You jinxed yourself, dude. No way. All right, well. So, hey, guys. I don't um, want to play dude, with you this anymore. Is, this is that. That's just that's just stupid. You just hit. The I mic. know. I just hit the mic. Come on, watch. Listen. And to I, this. oh, you know what's you know what's awesome? When I rolled it at the mic, I rolled a twenty just now. That's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. If only your luck was one. Well, wow. Sorry, that's probably really loud. But I'm gonna probably. keep doing it. All right. Well, Judah, hey. you're opening us up. I found yeah, my topic. Judah? You know, like ten minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, Hold on, wait, let me stab. I thought we were supposed to be prepared before this, dude. Why are you just not finding your topic? Listen, we had a conversation before we started. Ow. Okay, can you not do that right now? I please? just wanted to make a little thing. Justice. I just wanted to make a device. Let me make a device, dude. That hair tie is not that flexible. Your oh, yeah? Not that it's brittle. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was funny. I did it. And I thought that was humorous. Wow. Good job. That's cool. Um, anyways, I, I just saw like some really stupid news and I was like, oh, and it kind of got me on a rabbit trail of something, you know? And so like, I found a topic through a rabbit trail of something and you know, yeah, now we're on the that was my topic. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Good topic. So the topic is about Lake Lanier, which is also in the state that we are in. It's not too close to us. Wait, I thought you've already talked about Lake Lanier. Have I? No. No. Or did you... No, you you were we were on that road trip. On the road trip, you were playing the podcast of those ladies mm-hmm. about Lake Lanier. Yeah. So sorry. Um. So, anyways, <clears throat> apparently, a federal commission is considering renaming both Lanier and Buford dams for their namesake connection to the Confederates. And you know, oh, that's oh. really fucking dumb. When something's already already like it's not like they named it racist dam or something like that it's yeah. just it's part of history it's like ripping down a monument because it has some vague connection to oppression in history i don't yeah. know it says uh lake lanier has been known by its name for more than 60 years so like if it's offending somebody or hurting somebody by saying the word lake lanier you probably need to get your mental health or something checked out because you're not okay i think that that's, <laughs> that's fair that's just like uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not for it. I think it's. But it says. I, but now the yeah. Department of Defense is the the Department of Defense naming 
commission is examining Army Corps projects like Buford Dam and Lake Lanier with namesakes of the Confederacy. Lake Lanier draws millions of visitors each year. It was built and operated by the Army Corps of Engineers along with Buford Dam for flood control and water supplies. The lake is named after Sidney Lanier, a 19th century musician and poet who penned the poem Song of the Chattahoochee. So, oh, that's it? He also served several months as, pri- as a private in Confederate Army. Okay. That's, so, that's like, why? Suck it the fuck up. But anyways. He was a private in um, an army. So, yeah. Anyways, that's that's what I was – it just got me on the topic of Lake Lanier. And I was like, oh, that's – Lake Lanier is known as like – you don't want to swim at Lake Lanier. That is gross. Mm, Nobody yeah. wants to go to Lake Lanier. If you do, you're probably hillbilly trash. Should we go to Lake Lanier? No. I don't <laughs> – I never want to go to Lake Lanier. We should though. <clears throat> Dude, I just imagine like a bunch of rednecks being like, oh, my God, let's go to Lake Lanier and smoke weed and <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways. Um, Lakes are just nasty So sometimes. I just looked up li- the Lake Lanier death rate. Um, oh, my just God. Because it's known as a lot of people die in Lake Lanier. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. It's yeah. as though uns- unsuspecting the massive placid lake might look, it is considered one of the deadliest in America. There have been 700 deaths at Lake Lanier since its construction in 1956. It's a man-made lake. And since 1956, yeah. there have been 700 ac- like accidents says the shocking number of accidents at the lake has led many to theorize that the site may be in fact haunted. <gasps> mm. um, so I just I just got on a trail of, you know, you know, I was like, ooh, the haunting of Lake Lanier. <clears throat> I um, I would say that's a stretch cuz that's in that span of time, that's not nearly as many deaths as you think it would be. 700 people hold within on, how on. many years dude so it was not 19, even that many people died in like Carvel. 1956 yeah minus, minus no dude 19, 2023 minus 1956 so that's 67 years 67 so 700 oh. divided by 67 hold on hold on 700 divided by 67 is <clears throat> 10 over That's, over 10 deaths a year. Yeah, almost 11 people dying every year in a lake. Which okay, is that's, which is averaging yeah, okay. a, almost a person a month. Okay, that's okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that is, that's that is a bad. little Dude, yeah. and apparently I I just found this out while I was doing research on the topic. They're um they are making a movie about Lake Lanier. What? Yeah, it's called Lanier. How do I get How in clever. that movie? I, I it, it's coming out in 2023. Dude, I'm pretty so sure. So clever and smart. Um, like going straight to streaming and not in theaters. <laughs> it yeah. says it's a thriller. It's a detective is forced to come to a realization of the dark truths hidden at the bottom at the bottom of Lake Lanier. Dude, he's forced to what? Come. <laughs> Anyways, so um, this is not the article I was looking at. I don't want to. It, I, I came back to the article I was looking at, and it says, Sport fishing industry testifies before U.S. House of Representatives on the economic impact of recreational fishing. Whoa. That is not my topic. <laughs> um, anyways, this topic is of the Lady of Lake Lanier. <gasps> and I'm getting this from, uh, apparently, it's called the Fishing Tackler Retailer. Please tell me it's just like the story of La Llorona, the, the Lady in White. Because this story I don't, I don't resurfaces... Know. Everywhere in culture where this alleged lady accidentally kills her children or kills her children and then is forced to always search for her children in repentance and crying in a white dress. Are you just getting that from the TV show? No, that's an actual folklore that just circulates around a bunch of places. You said said a a story where a woman in white kills her children or kills her children. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I I meant accidentally or intentionally oh, killed okay, her children. Okay. I mean, either way, she's or killing her children. What? Fair enough. Um. Okay. So this yeah. this article is by Joe Sills, and he published it uh, October thirty first, two thousand nineteen, and apparently it's a five minute read. Um, is there? So yikes. The old bridge had been standing for thirty four thirty. Fuck, dude. Damn it. Okay. You almost had it. <clears throat> the old bridge has been standing for 34 years before crews began to expand it in November of 1990. By then, the 1,200 feet of steel spanning the Chattahoochee River had already been subjected to decades of sweltering Georgia summers and the yes. kind of bone-chilling wet cold that penetrates parts of the southeast each winter. Yes. Yeah, dude. 
it weather sucks here sometimes. Dude, hold on. I gotta say though, we have had it's gonna get like cold the rest the, of this week. The nicest fall, winter, and then like getting into kind of springish. This is right true. Now. I, I mean, yeah, maybe well, it's gonna get cold this week, but I gotta say, yeah. this has been the nicest fall, winter, spring transition I've seen in a long while. Honestly, yeah. the coldest it got was around Christmas time. Yeah, and that was cold, dude. I wish yeah, it, it was had snowed. Cold. Um, it was too cold to snow. <laughs> it doesn't snow here. That what? How is it too cold to snow? If it's like the yeah, there has to there's be a, a nice temperature. Dang it. There's a there's a good temperature for snow. It's either um, too cold or too hot or just turns right. Turns to just like ice or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, uh, the old bridge had generated a reputation for the supernatural. Today, <gasps> Georgia's Jerry D. Jackson Bridge is an afterthought to commuters on State Route 53. A weathered 63-year-old relic from the first days of Lake Lanier, when its waters had barely reached full pools and Elvis Presley and Hank Williams ruled the radio. That's okay. You didn't need to mention that. Somebody's kind of reminiscing <clears throat> great. Yeah, enough. apparently. God but, damn, I remember well, this Elvis. Well, this is Fishing Tackler Taylor. Tackler Taylor? Okay. Yeah. So I guess I got I to gotta read this in a southern voice. So Speak up. Well, you don't I'm have, sorry if well, you, you don't have Well, I want to. Okay. You don't have to. Well, uh, but you don't you, uh, Speak up. My voice is tired. I'm hard of hearing. I can't hear you. Ew, that <clears> was, <throat> I heard some Southern in that one. It was intentional. But some say the bridge is not the only remnant of forgotten time still looming over the old highway. Carl. In fact, they say they are most, almost sure of it. In 1958, just two years after the bridge opened... Delia Parker Young and Susie Roberts sped out of a gas station without paying en route, without paying en route to their nearby town of Dawsonville. Smart. Their feet likely thumped to the pulse of. Okay, what the fuck is up with this dude and Elvis Presley? <laughs> it says their feet likely thumped to the pulse of Elvis Presley's latest hit, King Creole, as the okay. faint glow of the headlights on Roberts' 1954 Ford sedan lit their way through the southern night. They were two rebels on the run, headed to the Three Gables Roadhouse, and they never made it home. Probably trying to get to Elvis instead. (laughs) Probably because the tune of Elvis was so loud. The last thing they were probably thinking about was Elvis and his newest hit, The King of Creole. Oh, what a man Elvis was. They probably were thinking, I hope that man never stops ruling the radio. Would be such a shame when Elvis Presley and Hank Williams would one day not be the rulers of the radio. I would hope this man would not get morbidly obese and die of a heart attack. 18 months later, a local fisherman who was listening to King of Creole by Elvis Presley would spot the decomposing body of a woman beneath Jerry D. Jackson Bridge and what must have been a gruesome scene. Uh, the last thing they were probably listening to was Elvis <laughs> no, Presley's dude, Creole. Please stop. The bloated body. Ooh. Floated on the lake's surface, missing two toes from its left foot while its arms... Bo- bu- buoyed vainly without hands. Oh my god, what the fuck? Without uh, hands, what the hell? Appendages that had perhaps fallen victim to a traumatic end or the slow digestive tracts of the lake's catfish. Okay, dude, come on, buddy. You don't have to be this descriptive. It's no surprise, then, that the body could oh. not be identified by the coroners. But even then, locals near Dawsonville were already, uh, Dawsonville were already convinced of its identity. The mysterious body had to be Deliah Parker Young. They knew it was Deliah, they said, because dozens of drivers on State Route 53 had seen her after she vanished, appearing as a ghostly, handless apparition sauntering down the highway in a blue dress. Was no one concerned that only her body showed up and that this should maybe be considered a murder case because her identifying appendages were severed? Yeah, her hands were missing and her... Friend wasn't found, so that could be that uh-huh. they crashed and some yeah. Well, or, or was, she got murdered, dude. It, Why are we jumping to fucking ghosts? Yeah. Um, I just hit the table because people on the road said that they saw ghosts. Okay. Um, All right. The ghost appeared to be lost. They said almost as if she was searching, but what for? No one could say. For her hands. She was probably searching for Elvis Presley. 
Decades past his deli- newest hit single. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the king of the radio himself. They could hear her in the night saying, Elvis? Oh, my God, dude. Elvis, where are you? Anyways, that that's probably really morbid. Decades passed as Delia's legend grew into a local myth. Visiting the old bridge came, became a rite of passage at Dawsonville High School. As generations of young... High school. Shut up. High school. (laughs) The fucking words is... It it looked like it it looked like it said Dawsonville High and then it like it it jumps a paragraph and says school. So it's like Dawsonville High School. High school. school, I love you, Jenny. As generations of young thrill seekers sped by in search of the lady of Lake Lanier. Maybe um, we should stop ripping this article apart. Dude, this dude is way too descriptive. He's like, I wouldn't rip it apart if it didn't suck ass, man. I, <laughs> I remember the night they found her body. I was, I was a little boy listening to Elvis Presley's hit radio. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, what a what a man Elvis was. I was sexually attracted to him. What? Anyways, um, that's what the boy that? said. Not that's me, what, the writer. Yeah, that's what Elvis told me in my dreams. He said, come find me. You know where I am. Um, Dawsonville High School. As generations of young thrill-seekers sped by in search of the Lady of the Lake Lanier, some returned to the school next day, swearing they'd seen her. Others were thwarted. Why Why has there been no word of or mention of the friend that she drove with across the bridge? What happened to her friend... Why are they not talking about her friend, and why is there only a fixation on her dying? <laughs> was she, it a dude she was driving with? Because I, I feel cause like she, she felt no victim. I feel like she felt... Guys, what about the other person? I feel in, like she felt victim to something, are, and they're making light of this. You are in for a surprise at the end of this article. <gasps> um, oh, no. The Lady of Lake Lanier exhibited the classic symptoms of a residual haunting, a phenomenon parapsychologist... A phenomenon that para parapsychologist a phenomenon that parapsychologist <laughs> dude I don't know why it was a joke it was a joke it was a joke described as an apparition that appears at the uh, fuck dude that appears more like a recording of a previous event than an interactive entity according to paranormal According to paranormal experts, residual hauntings are most often found at the location of a traumatic event where the energy of heightened emotions are fused to the fabric of a place. I've heard, I've heard that before, actually. By November yeah. of 1990, Susie Roberts was all but forgotten, and the mysterious body found by a fisherman in 1959 lay resting in an unmarked tomb. For all practical purposes, there was little evidence left from the final ride of the Ford sedan, no fabric remaining, but the bridge, the highway, and the myth. Uh, that's when fate intervened. <gasps> Years of wear and tear had finally got caught up with the Jerry D. Jackson Bridge. As work began on renovations that would expand and refit the bridge, construction workers dredging the bottom of the lake made a startling discovery. <gasps> Filled with mud half-buried on the lake's bottom, they found a twisted wreckage of a 1954 Ford. The bones of Susie Roberts were still inside. Uh. Dental records soon verified Roberts' identity, and the discovery made national headlines. Finally, after 34 years, residents of Northeast Georgia—that's where—that's that's like around us, dude. dude. I know that place. Had a definitive answer to their mystery. Wait, wait, what, what place was this? Northeast, Northeast Georgia. Northeast Georgia. Oh, okay. We very specific place. That's for sure. not that specific. That no, is I know. A I know, region I know. of Georgia. It is. I know um, that place. Anyways, uh, had a definitive answer to their mystery. Susie Roberts and Delia Parker Young <clears throat> had run off the road high atop the... the what? Wow. <laughs> the Young had run off the road high atop the Jerry D. Jackson Bridge. Okay. The they unmarked were, wait, tomb... they were high? That, no, no. That was very the bad high road. slang. High atop. Oh. High atop. Okay, yeah. Oof. That that Damn. was that was just some. The unmarked wordage. tomb was relabeled with Delia's name and the Lady of Lake Lanier. Some say you can still find her wandering the back roads of State Route 53, slowly making her way from Dawsonville to the top of the old bridge. And you know what? 
you know what video is posted at the end of this? What? Oh, Elvis see. Presley's King Creole. Oh my god! No, I am is. not fucking joking. They they put Elvis Presley's King Creole. Well, we gotta listen. Dude, they so set this up to be a documentary. They're like, look, I already wrote your script. I'm sexually attracted to Elvis Presley. Like, dude, why? What is his affinity with like Elvis? You know like, why is he so infatuated with Elvis? I don't Thank know. God they they actually... were probably listening to King of King Creole. <laughs> I knew, I know they are. Thank God, God told me. Thank God, much later they dredged up the lake and actually did a thorough job after a long while. Instead of doing, uh, instead of the cops doing their job, what they should have done a long while ago. Yeah, but it's Northeast well, it's the Georgia, 1956, so. dude. Dude, it it is amazing how poor some investigations were done back in the day. Yeah, and the lack of like. I think Lack it's wild that, like, that people brought to you those couldn't cases. just, like, dig down a little bit and be like, oh, there's a fucking car down here. Yeah. Wow. But also, <laughs> like, like, you find a body. It was buried in mud, to be fair. They didn't have good technology back then to kind of tell who it was. But if you find a body and you're like, hmm, two girls went missing recently, we should probably look around Dude. Like, cause it what it was just probably right there at the bottom my, of the bridge. To be my fair, is, did that that article didn't really delve into the police side of things. They I don't just know. Do, on, dove into them. It really my delved into is, Elvis, though. How did they have dental records from way back in 1956 still around? Well, that, they, they keep they, that they, on record. Yeah, still. Dental, dental records was the main yes. way to find people. So I don't know why they didn't fucking do that in the first place. Uh, it's not like her teeth were pulled out. Like, okay, sorry, that was aggressive. Anyways, well, uh, to, let's be fair. It's not like he that article went into a whole lot of what the police's side of stuff was. Yeah, yeah. they really did just focus on Elvis and using really dated slang. Yeah. and and like wordage. True. Hey, you know what? You know what? What? Mm. I'm hijacking this, and I'm going to do my topic now. Awesome. Welcome everyone to my topic. Uh, today we're going to be talking about wrestling. Oh, thank I'm not, God. Like, WWE I'm not, wrestling? Yes. Like, act, okay, sweet. I'm talking about WWE wrestling. Specifically this one thing just to kind of start it off because start it off always wrong. frustrates me when I hear – because I honestly – I don't think – I'm going to be honest. I don't think I ever hear anybody shitting on the fact that WWE is fake. I do. Right? I shit on the fact – I, I do. No, when I say – People get, like, so offended on, on. over let the fact they try me, to defend okay, that right. it's... This dude. Is, right, let me finish what yeah, I'm saying. It's W. The peep fans of WWE like it. Whatever. I don't care. Who cares, yeah, right? So, uh, it's like watching movies and seeing the actors, and then you're told, yeah, hey, sure. Marvel movies are fake. For sure. No, Nobody's no going to be like, oh, what? Yeah. But it was real to me. Like, who's doing that? Yeah. But, yeah. So, Some people are. <laughs> so, hold on. <laughs> My thing is, WWE fans are, are in, like... In denial. Are, are, like, violently defending something that I don't think anyone is trying to combat. You know what yeah. I mean? Anytime WWE is mentioned to somebody who isn't a WWE fan, it's always talked about how they know it's fake, how it was before there was a time, before the time where it wasn't... Everyone thought it was real, and it was blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't understand why WWE fans feel this, like, un- unsatiated desire to defend the fact that it's that it real. was real to them at some point in time. Dude, it's like saying, it's like, like being like, Santa's not real. What the fuck? Dude, Santa was real to me. Like, yeah, okay. God, you seriously had to rip it right as we're getting yeah, a conversation. Yeah. But, so, God, another on, another point on. is I kind of feel like it was, because also the people who are in WWE, like the wrestlers themselves, also continuously talk about it on podcasts and shows. Like it's real. Like it was set up from the beginning to be that way. There was like, yeah, it was fake stuff in there, but man, it was real to us when we were in there doing it. Boy, it was real. All the injuries were real. All the like. Oh, I'm what? sure the injuries were real. Like, yeah, okay. But <laughs> when it's also, all scripted, dude. Who cares? Like, yeah, maybe at some point in time it was like it was this big thing. But also, I don't think anyone is shitting on the fact that it wasn't 
real. Let's I remember. Be on, let's dude, be let's be honest though. I think that's part of their stage character that they're playing when they're on interviews. No, I'm talking when they're off. Like all of these retired, like, oh, podcast retired people on a podcast who are like, man, we were in the good old days in the real times. When I, you know what, hot take. I think it was set up that way to be in the beginning, so they had shit to talk about like that now. Yeah. Dude, I think it was all rigged to be like, oh, and it's fake now, so we can just keep talking about it. Dude, it was it was We have always, a new branch. Nobody, I don't, from when I was little, I was like, oh, that's fake wrestling. And then people were like, it's not fake wrestling. It's not fake wrestling. WWE isn't fake wrestling. And I was yeah. like, what the f- are, like, what I was mean? like seven, and I was like, that's fake wrestling. And like... Some some little country guy got so pressed about it. He was like, "What are you talking about? It's it's real wrestling. It's, yeah. it's real. Well, it's real." Like, shut them. Like they're thirty or something, okay. dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, like that, I don't get let, it. Uh, let let me let me let me defend those people real quick. Please don't. do. I think they probably get a little touchy because that's something nostalgic for them that yes. they really, really loved as a kid. But And I can tell but, you around this area, there are lots of kids yeah. around our age and like around like when our parents were kids yeah. that that was, that, was a, that was definitely a cool thing to have, like WWE action figures and shit. And maybe, like, that's fine and all. You mm. know what I mean? Like, that's... In equivalent, it's like Marvel movies for us or something, or like yeah. Disney Pixar movies. But at the end of the day, I'm not sitting that when somebody goes, "Oh, that's a, right. like a CG." They mention it as a CGI movie. So, I'm not sitting there going, "It's not CGI." You know, it's not CGI. They were doing stunts the just, whole time. Let's just, let's just settle it right now. Do it. I just searched is WWE fake. Yes, WWE is fake to an extent, and everything is scripted entirely. The results yes. of the fights and matches are predecided. The wrestlers yes. partially follow a script. As in other professional wrestling promotions, WWE shows are not legitimate con- contests, but entertainment-based performance theater. Yes, yeah. Featuring storyline-driven, like scripted, and mm-hmm. partially choreographed matches. Yes. However, matches often include moves that can put performers at risk of injury, even death. Dude, there have been wrestlers who have died doing that's, doing stuff that's like that. Theater, yes. but it's not yes. real. That's not like real. Right. It, Dude, it is real like, moves, but it's not real. I'm I, sure it's real to them when they're absolutely roided out and really yes. are just in the moment. Dude, yeah, but also, they're also pulling their fucking punches. Another example. Another example. When we were in plays, I'm not when people go. Oh, you! So you guys were performing. I'm not like it was real to me. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it like was, it, it, put, it put me. It, it, it put me in risk, and I felt emotions. So it was real. Like yeah. that. That's kind of delusional. I think it. I feel like it's. This is a frustration that I haven't been able to voice. So it's coming out as aggressive. Yeah. I would also. Same. I would just like to clarify. It's okay. I feel like. I feel like WWE fans need to hear this as well. Is that it's okay. To enjoy WWE yeah, for like, what it is. Nobody's judging yeah. you for Forget liking it. WWE. Nobody's shitting on you for getting into it. Like, if you enjoy Everybody it, has I, I, that's I personally the vibe. never under. I, I have not gotten into WWE, but I get the appeal. I like, right, yeah. I like watching UF, like UFC matches or something like that, oh, where no, it's not God. scripted. It can get a little bit brutal. Yeah, but, like, I, I, I don't know. Sheesh. I was in theater growing up, and, like, the point justice made with the whole thing was like since i felt the emotion and portrayed the character and really felt it through myself doesn't mean that it was real just because i felt the emotion or did an action well yeah let's put it like this you know how some people when they're in acting and they do a role for so long or they get really into it which is called um method acting Mm. i've done Uh, that Oh, well, so okay. well, that's kind of like for WWE, but it's actors. not. It's not real. I, I would like to say that I'm specifically talking about the fans who get up in arms. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah. Like actors, sure. I get when they're like, "Yeah, it was real," like quote unquote real to us because you were in whatever. Also, they did it for it's, so long. Yeah, it's still. I mean, I still don't like them saying that because it's like it's like you're kind of still pulling into the fans. You know what I mean? When you're it, still like, yeah. it's still kind of real. It's true. Like yeah, you're right. It's I feel like uh, it's it's okay for fans to get into it because that's what it's there for is to people for people to get into it. But at the same time you do have to I feel like there's there's a sense in growing up a little bit. Yeah. Well maybe that's a little harsh. Maybe that's a little harsh. Uh, grow yeah. up. It's not, yeah, yeah, I'm not telling I don't hold on. What am I trying to voice? <laughs> to to have the the level of of not maturity but like 
Just the just the wherewithal to say just, yes, I enjoy this, but also yes, it is not real. It, just like how I view movies, yeah. and you I were, can get into shows or something. You were kind of right in a sense of being like, just gaining a level of maturity to be like, okay, I see that it it wasn't real, but I still enjoy it or right. enjoyed it. Right. I like think, that. It's like when you were younger and you didn't understand how TV shows worked, you wanted to see. Bob the Builder or something and yeah, you're like and then you're, you're like oh it's a show I can't right it's the same thing it's just like but they just not, don't it's not real they don't let it go I yeah. think again it's just a little bit delusional on almost top like of, a coping mechanism that's exactly Boom. what I was about to say dude, dude hit it, on top hit the of money. on top of nostalgia that is their escape from yes. reality dude, dude I'm, my, my I'm serious like of... Star Wars for me Superheroes for other people, yeah. Kind of superheroes for me. That's kind of actually phased off for masturbating me. Masturbating for me, arson mm-hmm. for me, arson for Judah, arson. Yeah. So much arson, dude. You might need to stop. Actually, I don't. I don't think I will. Yeah, the shed wasn't necessary. I needed that. Yeah. And I really Wait till did you hear about the house. We probably need to get out soon. All of my tax files was really unnecessary. Your birth certificate too. <laughs> I did need that one. Social yeah. security. When I went in to get my new job, and they were like, "Where are all of your?" Credentials. Credentials. Are I was you like, real? My... Are you real? Are, are you real? Yeah. You should they, probably. That's what they, they kept just saying, are you real over and over and over probably, again. Y'all should probably check your cars. <laughs> anyway. What kind of nightmare situation is that? The interviewer's like, are you are even real? real? Are, are you real? Dude, that would be so weird. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. But anyways, nightmare. so that was. Yeah. The topic is WWE. Dude, my voice sure. is so tired. That was a, that was a cool topic. <clears throat> Got a little it, bit heated. It's not over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That was just the starter. I didn't know if yeah. you guys had anything else to... Damn. If you had that was a start? The only thing I have to say, I realized that this is a very tricky thing to dance around. Because it's like, it's I'm okay, not. but also there's an extreme side to it where it's kind of weird. There's an extreme side to anything that's weird. You know what? Like, it's like uh, the Disney adults for yes, WWE. Yes, there yes, we go. WD- yes. Dude, WWE. we finally... There we go. That's the explanation. WWE adults. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> there we go. That's what go. I was trying to say. Let's but you don't let me. Let's go. You took the word out of my fucking mouth dude we were kind of dancing around the answer to that one yeah. that's why we that's why we're frustrated with it is because Ooh. it's like us looking at disney adults and being like hey well you know what you grow up a little bit i think yeah. i think what we have a problem with is when people let nostalgia go way too fucking far no and they're still trying to hold on to childhood now hold on it would be here. like me we're being sure. like hold i on. loved veggie tales and barney I will fucking die by VeggieTales and Barney. I I am a diehard. Like, it's not a personality. Sorry, dude. My voice is so tired. I'm about to hit all of us with something real hard here. What's up? Are we upset with these people for not, quote unquote, growing up? Or is this a personal frustration in ourselves for not allowing ourselves or not being allowed to be a child for our childhood? Hey. Ouchie. Hey. (laughs) Maybe we. Hey. (laughs) Stop. Damn. <laughs> Maybe we're not upset with these people, but more upset with how we were raised. Anyways, mm. I do feel like even the, like taking ourselves out of the equation here, I feel like there is a form of like you have to you have to like take take your own emotions into accountability to some degree when you're when you're like yes, enjoy it, but also understand that it's a form of entertainment and not like. Not not like it's not not your personality. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you create when you when you when you fetishize something into a into like your yeah, only not fetish. Is it not though? I hope not. Um, for some people, <laughs> I feel like that is a thing, bro. For some I saw probably. I saw this one for perverts side by side clip where. W the, the WWE had completely ripped an entire fight scene off of a Disney Channel show, and Dang. that was it. They just ripped a Disney Channel show fight scene and put it in without like crediting, without anything. They just did that, and we're like, we we're we can get away with this, I guess. We've been doing it long they? enough. We're like yeah. we're like the Simpsons. Dude, somebody uh, somebody played a side by side of they were like, hold on, wait a minute, and then put them like side by side. It was ex- like nothing different about it at all. It was just the exact same thing. Dang. This was like recent. can you 
copyright to, a fight scene? I don't know, but there—I mean, there <laughs> has to be some kind of plagiarism there, right? Dude, I guess. You know what's that's, really that's weird? weird is that uh, WWE owns the rights to people's real names. I did know that. Like John Cena cannot use his name in anything, or he has to pay WWE money. Wow. They fucked him over with that. Yeah, other and other people who use like their real names for WWE. The Rock is the same, right? They, Dwayne yeah, Johnson. He has to he has to pay WWE for like whatever, which, which is dude gross maybe a little bit. I've heard, but dude, honestly, all those people, the amount of money they make versus yeah, the loyalty they pay, they're all right. I I've heard that they they aren't really fucking complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's true because I it's, would, like, I it's. I I think John Cena said. Wait, maybe it wasn't John. I don't know. One of them. One of the big Dwayne guys or John Cena said, like, if, you know, it's fine that I pay them because if not for them, I wouldn't be anything. True. Which is, I mean, fair, but also like that's, fucking. That's that seems like a, almost borderline um, Stockholm syndrome. Like, but to be would, fair, you wouldn't though, be anything without us. Let's, WWE. Let's be, you have to pay for your. Let's name. be honest, though. They're the ones who signed that contract willingly. They, they didn't do. have their hand forced know. into copywriting their name. Know. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, unless they didn't read the fine print and found out later. True. Yeah, Anyways, but they would have said something about that. I personally, I have never been into WWE. I can't get I into agree. it. I cannot get into it like some Even when I was can. younger, it was the advertising and like it was a level of I didn't like it. I just we, didn't like it. We were never rowdy rough boys. That is so wrong. I was about to sit we beat each other up <clears throat> often. No, I'm saying we were yeah. We weren't like toxic little country boys who would kill snake. Uh, okay, never mind. I killed snakes. <laughs> Damn. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. All sure. right. Hey. I just wasn't into WWE. Let's let let me put this out there. There's nothing wrong with being a tomboy or being a quote unquote country boy. Yeah, for sure. We're I'm, talking I'm, about we're talking about dirtbags, dickheads. <laughs> yeah. We weren't dickheads when we were kids. I just associated because yeah. I had bad memories of other children my age yes. with WWE stuff, and it for was sure. very. They were it just always, seemed very toxic and rude and They were mean. always dicky. But yeah. but Dude, look at how out. look at how their parents were. Yeah. And True. look at how like their situation and the reason they're so violent and they resorted to watching violent show like watching that WWE combative show was yeah. cuz maybe that was their only kind of escape or outlet. True. A little I mean, bit. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. They had some like maybe pent up rage that they could get out through wrestling right yeah and the and i mean the, we did the same yeah we did it with like hunger games <laughs> and lightsaber fights yeah and the one kid who finger would not, breaking dude mm. do you remember that yeah. one kid yo that Growing one up? kid uh he kicked me in the stomach as hard as he could and like flattened me onto the ground you remember that one kid fighting. who threw a baseball fight are you serious my head? yeah dude yeah we were like we were that like, wasn't the same kid no, Dude, I was just. I was we just, were we were kind okay, of we were like Loki abused by our parents' children, by our parents' friends' okay. children. Yeah, I was about to say word that a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Our parents' friends' children. <laughs> when our parents had their friends over, they their would bring their kids. Would like abuse us, and yeah, then we had to just kind yeah. of like tough it out a little bit. Our mutual yeah. our our mutual acquaintances as children yes. were very physically. Abusive. Rough. Yeah. Dude. And we as kids did not like to be physically abusive and rough with our friends. Yeah, no. Anyways, uh, Steven, it's your turn. All right. So I didn't have a topic until I looked this up. I was going to do a superhero versus superhero or character versus character match. Oh. And then I realized, wait a oh. minute. There are other aspects we can journey to oh. in in the comic book world. Oh, so I looked up what are some of these stupid, uh, what are some of the most stupid and crazy scenarios that have ever been brewed up in hero comic books? Some nice. pretty stupid shit. Uh, there is some fucked up shit, and I can oh. see why the oh. Ultimate Universe uh, ended. 
Oh, wait. The what? I guess we're about to find out what you mean by that. I remember the Marvel oh, Ultimate sorry, Universe. Smacking the Marvel's fucking... Ultimate. It was like an alternate universe no. to no. the Marvel. There was Marvel, and then they made another universe that was like, oh, this is going to be just a different universe for Marvel, and this is where all this other shit happens. Kind of. Mm-mm. Do you remember the movie where uh, Hulk lifted up Storm Oh, Ring? yes. That wasn't, by the way, yeah, I found when, out. Yeah, when, like, Ant-Man died? Yeah. He didn't die. I thought he did. That was Giant-Man, in, in fact, by the way. His name is Giant Man. That was before he became Ant Man in the Ultimate Universe. Really? Yes. I know this because I have an Ultimates comic book. His name is Giant Man. And yes, it is a very gross 90s version of the Avengers where the office, everyone's sleeping with everybody and everyone's an asshole Ew. office yeah. 90s version. Yeah, it, it's very dated and I did not like it. That was when they were trying to do the kid Avengers, right? No. No, 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 no. That was it's the Ultimates universe where basically Thor. Right, yes, I got it. Yeah, they were just trying shit out. Yeah, yeah. The only interesting part was Thor was allegedly maybe only schizophrenic and not actually Thor, but it turned out he was Thor the God of Thunder anyway. Yeah. Uh, so top fifteen. I looked this up on EverythingGeek.com, which yes. is one of the sources. So one of the most fucked up moments in uh, one of the. Superhero moments was Superman made a porno with uh, Big Barda in the DC comics. Huh? Dude, what the f- By somebody uh. named, a character named Sleaze who put them both underneath hypnosis. And no, this is not a new era. This is what? only issue number 592. Which relatively in comic book world, that's not, not that, that old. That's bro. not that new. Uh... So in this situation, starting off strong, we have that big time. The big blue Boy Scout almost got himself almost got himself caught up in a superhero sex scandal Damn. when Big Barda, one of the new gods, is caught off guard by a thief after being sexually harassed by a pimp. She pursues the thief, but before she has a chance to catch him, she's ambushed by a mind controlling villain known as Sleep. What kind of horny fucking comic book writer did they grab a hold of to write this issue? And we're gonna. Ah, we're gonna make them fuck. And they have no control over it. They have no control over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Okay. It's a bunch of old horny men. Yes. Ugh. Next time we see Barda, Sleaze is forcing her to dance provocatively via mind control as he monologues. Oh, my, oh my god. Somebody's got some weird listen, fetishes. Listen to this. The Sleaze... He reveals himself to be an ex-servant of the apocalyptic ruler Darkseid, uh, <laughs> proclaiming what? that he was exiled from Apocalypse when Darkseid deemed him too disgusting, even for his standards. Yeah. This is the plot we're going with. Wow. Holy shit. <sighs> okay. Hey, wait, Ooh. can I just say real quick? That sucks. That, this That's is, a bad plot. This is ass writing. <laughs> that just sucks. Dude, this is somebody's fan f- character, and they just happened to get on the writing board. Ooh, the Flash, um, when he when he was younger, he, there was oh, this, there word. was this older guy, and like, dude, oh guys, <laughs> oh. catch this Superman being Superman swoops in to save Barda, but ultimately he faces the same fate as her. Shocker! Wow. Later on, we see the two on a set. Uh, just as they're about to kiss, Mr. Miracle, Barda's husband, breaks through the ceiling window and the story ends with Sleaze running away and killing himself. The fuck? What? Bro. Yo, that sucks. That's that's. Are you awful. fucking kidding me? That's terrible writing. Oh. My plan failed. <laughs> Guess I better kill myself. So yeah, basically, the husband... Saves them both from the mind control, and the guy runs away and kills himself. That's That's it. That's the end of the fucking comic book. That's really bad. That's okay. Uh, Moving on. That one. You know what? I'm I'm interested. That happened. So uh, this is on the Marvel side of things, where uh, Iron Man's armor falls in love with him. I remember that one. I remember. Do you actually? I didn't. I never read it, but I remember hearing about it. So so here's the. Brief synopsis of how this even fucking happened. Uh, let's see. Story. There was a storyline where Iron Man's armor falls in love with him and becomes his abuser. Huh? Ew. Oh After. My God. Oh no! This is a psychological thing. 
After having some health issues, Iron Man restructured his power systems, creating a larger, safe design. Little did he know, the AI he had installed to the armor had also accidentally brought the Ultron Imperative uh, along with it. Oh, bro, dog. this writing sucks. This is where superhero stuff gets to me. It's like, no one can fucking stay dead. This annoys me so much. Bro, hold on. You know what? May I... Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. I feel like we... Or people as a majority like the idea of, of superheroes, superheroes more, than never been executed well. more than the actual writing of it. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. There are only a few comic book issues that I'll actually read. Like off. Red Sun. Flashpoint will be one of those. Flashpoint, Red I Sun. I love Flashpoint with Thomas Wayne's Batman. I read one where it was like the end of a crossover universe. It was really good. It was DC. Um, I don't. I don't remember the name of it, but it was good. Was that when Marvel and DC did their big? No, it was just DC. Dude, oh, okay. I have a bunch of com- like a bunch of comic books, and I don't read them. I've yeah. never read them because like every time I pick them up, I'm like, wow, because they, not, they're not just it. like, ugh. Yeah. All right. I do anyways. remember one comic of Spider-Man when he was like actually a spider. You dude. Okay. We're oh, get- yeah. We're getting off on morbid. the we're getting off on this topic, and right. I didn't even get to the dumbest part. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we thought we got on the Ultron imperative thing. This, along with a massive surge of electricity from a combination of Whiplash's whip and lightning from a storm, brought the armor to sentience. Wow. Yeah. Dude, we got a Frankenstein over here. Straight away, the red flags began to show as the armor tapped into Tony's brain and scanned all his memories without permission. No, no. How does that work? It it doesn't even... He used they the power probably, of technology. They probably, dude, they probably did not even fucking explain it. He hacked his brain. Okay. So it then told Tony it wanted to make them a perfect union of man and machine. Very original. And confessed its love for its creator, professing it had the same feelings for him that Tony had for... Pepper? Whatever. No, Rimika Fujikawa. The what now? Whoever. Wh- whoever his love interest was yes. at the time. Despite all these incredibly creepy red flags, Tony still donned the suit to go out on patrol. Uh-huh. It wasn't long before things spiraled out of control. The two crossed paths with Whiplash again, and this time the suit overpowered Tony, killing the villain against its creator's wishes. At one point, it savagely beat Tony to a pulp, and when it saw Tony in another suit of oh, when it saw Tony in another suit of armor. Uh. Thankfully, this incredibly weird storyline eventually saw its end when the suit ripped its own heart out to save Tony from another heart attack. That's weird. Oh, it built its own synthetic body? Speaking of Uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Dude, this sucks. (laughs) I I don't like this. Uh, What? Dude, these are getting more... A lot of these are older comic books, but this one would... Okay, number three, Batman uses the bat plane to lynch a mental patient. Oh, oh my what? god. No, bro. No. Bro. Let's just read that. Not... Read that and move on. Move on, dude. No, I don't, I don't want to go into detail. I don't want to hear anything else about that. Here. No. Well, keep going, dude. Keep going. Bro, what, what the fuck? The, what the we, I know, hell? I know we can't talk about that one, dude. What? I don't, I don't think we should talk dude, about that. Dude, Batman skip, num- skip, issue skip, number uh, one in 1940. Skip, <laughs> dude. This is... Skip, dude. Skip I'm not, no, I'm not reading it. I'm saying that was literally <laughs> issue number one in 1940. Oh, my God. That was Batman's first solo comic. What? Are you serious? In fact, perhaps one of his worst kills was in his first solo comic in Batman issue number one, 1940. Well, that's all we need to know, I guess. Bro. There you go. Okay, this one's just this one's just fucking sexist. Like oh? this one's actually sexist. This is the Justice Society era. Uh oh. So the Justice League makes uh, uh, Wonder Woman their secretary. Nice. Uh, Wonder Woman, one of the strongest huh. members of the DC Universe, a female icon showing the men how it's done. So why would the Justice League make her their secretary? Sexism. Because uh, it's this a bunch is of ni- old this men is 19, writing. Guys, uh, to give context, this is in 1942. Women. Yeah. Oh, oh. So Wonder Woman first joined the Justice Society of America as an honorary member. In All-Star Comics number 12 in 1942. However, instead of taking advantage of her superior strength and putting her on the front line where the action was, the team sidelined her as their secretary. God, dude. 
There were reasons for this, one being that the rule with the All-Star Comics was that if you had your own comic, you couldn't be a member of the Justice Society. Uh, oh, meaning they did technically bend the rules just to include her. So it mm. wasn't... it Just just because it was a female didn't mean that it was... Oh, and it, yes. It and was another like reason rules. was that Wonder... Yeah, basically it's like she had her own series and Justice Society was her own little thing. It I'm, just seemed sexist, but it wasn't it, really... Well, yeah. well, let's continue reading. Oh, okay. Uh, another reason was that Wonder Woman's original creator uh, had demanded full control over the character. Uh-huh. The only problem being that Marston was already busy writing or co-writing Wonder Woman stories for three other comics and didn't have time for the fourth. So uh-huh. they devised a secretary role to keep her in there, but not actually use her. Right. That's So she's just included. Just don't include so it's still, her. It I still eat. wasn't sexist. No, but regardless of the reason, the fact her only role in the group as a secretary still has sexist implications, I I guess. I mean, yeah, oh. but like you could have her do other things. Like be like, oh, she's okay. off running other missions and then she comes in for a mission instead I, of being like... No, no, you know what, you know what? The article on, writer's reaching out a little bit. Guys... I'm just going to, I'm honestly going to, maybe it was sexist, but I feel like that was more just bad writing. Because yes. if you go back and read those comics, they're not good. They're, they're bland, they're, they're boring, dated. there's nothing crazy about them. So, like, that is seems like a pretty normal thing. Have you ever watched Super Friends? Oh, yeah. That's like, that's like just how it is. It's just not good. Not good writing. This person went on a stretch and said, had she been a male character, they would have no doubt found another way to include the character. Sidelining her secretary staying in Staying in as the men go to work may have been socially acceptable back then, but it really hasn't aged well at all. Yeah, okay. it, just, it kinda I, didn't age well, though. But it didn't uh, age well, know. but at the same time, the Justice Society was the Justice Society. Like, that was their comic issue. I don't know. It's... Uh-huh. it's I just could be, could not be. It could be, be. I don't could know. not be. I, it doesn't really fucking matter at this point. It's 1942. Right. Uh, that one. Eh. Uh. No, that's Old Man Logan universe, and that's always that's gonna be fucked up. Is that where he burst out of the Hulk's stomach? <clears throat> no, no. You would think that was it. Uh, you know what? Let me just read it. Hulk's inbred cannibal offspring. Oh yeah, dude, I know about that. All right, that you, that world was so fucked up. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even gonna read over this one because I, I mean, yeah. Or do you? I've heard that it wasn't bad though. The 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 old, old... man Logan storyline. No, it's just like post-apocalyptic superhero world. Yeah, but yeah, his I mean his he did have like these weird fucking half-breed cannibal kids. Yeah. Fucking... So basically, Hulk had children with his. With She-Hulk. Oh. And they all turned out to be cannibals in the universe of Old Man Logan. Hmm. That's cool. Hmm. And... Yes. They were basically hillbilly, trucker, hat-wearing, cannibal inbred Hulks. That... Nice. Because that's what Hulk... That's what Hulk is. Okay. That's another stereotype. I mean... Fucking yeah. seriously, the, the really? only kind of cannibal you can make is, is a, a hillbilly. Yeah. Well, uh, and basically they bred a uh, two generations of incest between grandchildren. Great, oh, awesome. Okay. That's that's cool. <clears throat> so uh, coming up next with arm fall off boy, which Suicide <gasps> Squad they made fun of him. They made fun of him. This is an actual 1940s character. Wow. I think. Not Boy. 1940s character. He's old, though. So, Arm Fall Off Boy is a DC superhero with the ability, or disability, depending on how you look at it, yeah. <laughs> to detach his limbs and use them as blunt weapons to beat his opponents with. Dude, who who is like, it's what should we call this dude who can just rip his limbs well, off? Get this. Arm Fall Off Boy. Get this. Yes. It's unknown how exactly he got these powers, but it's been said that he got them while being careless with the anti-gravity metal element 152. Oh, my God. He once tried to ju- join the S- Legion of Superheroes at first. Oh, at the first Legion trial, but he failed miserably and ended up being the first not to make the cut. I mean, this all writing plot. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, so just a dude who can use his arms. That's <laughs> just really not the most shocking one out of this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not going to read that one. Uh, we can cut this one out, but uh, Lois Lane is racist. Uh, they say you have to walk a mile in somebody's oh, yeah. shoes to understand their struggles. However, I think it's safe to say Lois Lane took it a two-step. Basically, Lois Lane used a machine to turn into a black woman for 24 hours. What? <laughs> Here's the comic panel. No! Dude, <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Lois Lane. And that's where I'm going to leave that one. Uh, do you not want to talk about that on. one anymore. The whole issue is just filled with patronizing, problematic moments, but the worst part comes at the end when Lois asks Superman if he'd marry her if she stayed black forever. Superman awkwardly avoids answering the question, directly telling her he's an alien, a universal outsider, to which Lois replies, but your skin is the right color? The fuck? Whoa! What the fuck? Yeah, we're not going to... Oh I don't want to talk God. about this one on the podcast. Yeah, I would Woo! rather... That's not staying in there. What the fuck? Oh, That's what she said. It looks like one of the original It's the ones. 40s. It, this is this is definitely 40s or 50s or 60s even. Oh, my God. Okay. So Marvel number 10 is just the Marvel Ultimatum universe, which is the what was supposed to be the conclusion of the Ultimate Universe, and it was the most bloody, gruesome comic book series Marvel had done, according to this site. That's it? That's um, all I had. This is not really a what the fuck moment. It's a crossover event filled with so many what the fuck moments that we couldn't possibly go without mentioning it. It took place in the Ultimate Universe as created as a modernized reboot of the original Marvel Universe. Uh, this is supposed to put an end to the Ultimate Universe, but they later decide to continue the comics in the event's aftermath. Ugh. The event itself was just a nonstop litany of destruction and bloody deaths that would give even the likes of Freddy Krueger nightmares. Dude, this comic panel... Is really bad. Holy fuck! Did this what dr- the that's fuck? Dormammu crushing Doctor Strange to death. I don't like. And that. that's one of it. That's one of the Ugh. many deaths apparently that was in Ugh. it, including basically, in particular, the famous comic book panel. Someone else like prefaced that the Blob, the character of the Blob, had never been hinted to ever have tendencies or want to commit cannibalism. They just dropped this in the Ultimatum universe, where basically they killed off the Wasp in her small form by Blob eating her. A whole, a whole sec, a whole panel of him eating the Wasp, and in turn, Giant Man ate the Blob. Oh, this sucks, dude. This is such bad writing. Dude, yeah, this and, is actual garbage. So the and, and the Dormammu killing Doctor Strange by like literally just crushing him to death. This is just naming a few of the most gruesome deaths in, in the Ultimatum events. I don't like this. It's so fucked up. Like, why? Why would you even go to that length? Like, it's the, that's just the extra stuff where you know that's the like, writers are fucked up. You're just, yeah, dude. You're like, if you are sitting there just writing morbid shit just to write morbid shit... I uh, you know what? I don't even feel like this is a hot take. I just feel like it's a fact. Yeah. You're just a bad writer. Yep. You're not yeah. a good writer if that's all you can do. If you're depending on shock factor alone to get you through a story, Weak. you suck. <laughs> that's gross. I'm gonna skip this one. Just a headliner. Uh, Joker eats China. Um, what? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Joker got like the uh, Mixoplex powers and literally ate all of China and made a Chinese takeout joke. Oh. Sucks. Wow. It was Sucks. it was super fucking lame. Emperor was... the Emperor Joker storyline, which is dude lame. You know what? It's lame. It's lame writing. It really is. Hey, you know what? Maybe like uh, mainstream comics just suck. You know what I think <laughs> is dumb? Maybe, Maybe. I I think what irritates me the most is that they're like, hmm. These are characters, and this is a plot line. But there's also a different plot line with completely different convoluted shit that these characters are also doing. But it's another reality, so we can just make a, bu- make a bunch of different plot lines with the same characters. Yeah. Like, just stick with a fucking plot line. I don't know. I like, get... after a little bit, just make new characters. <laughs> but I, I just don't... That, too. But there are some Ugh. acceptable, acceptable storylines like Flashpoint where you have completely different characters and you make yeah, a coherent right. story. But that's like... You have to have good writers. Dude, it's like... It's like finding pearls and piles of shit is what this feels like. Dude, honestly, comic books are a hit or miss. 
Yeah, Man. they they are kind of like that. We've had some real hot takes this episode, huh? You know, you know what, <laughs> guys? I'm about to change your mind on creative writing. You guys thought it was just a meme when Infinity War came out, but no, lo and behold, Thanos copter is an actual thing. Yep. Yep. Yes, it is. How do you take one of the biggest threats to the entire multiverse and make him goofy and not intimidating at all? Give you him take him the Thanos helicopter. copter. Yes, sir. So this uh, this article uh, says Thanos is one of the most powerful villains of all time. Uh, okay. But there's one thing that destroys his whole mystique and turns him into a complete laughing stock. Then it's the Thanos copter. It appears in Spidey Super Stories number 39, which is a comic for the younger crowd. Let's go. So if that was the only appearance, then we may have been able to give it a pass. But being as it has returned since then, that pass is definitely revoked. Oh. Dave used it more than once with him using a fucking helicopter. Dude, they also had it in the Loki show. Yeah, they did. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, they did. They referenced it. I thought that was hilarious. <clears throat> Not only, uh, so, oh, basically it doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't have any weapons or special abilities. It's just a regular helicopter with Thanos written on the side. <laughs> yep. Combine all this with the fact that Thanos can already fly on his own, and this makes the introduction of the Thanos copter <laughs> one of the dumbest comic book moments of all time. Oh, dude, I forgot he can fly on his own. It was just the movies didn't have him. He wasn't, he couldn't fly. No, the MC, that dude... Which, why would he fly when he could just portal himself around? It's been a good episode. It's been a little bit of a morbid, weird episode, but, you know. The fucking... My, I've enjoyed I, this. I really want to stop talking now because my my voice is at the point where it has so much congestion, it it's hurting to talk. It's not like... I don't know. The congestion is wearing my voice out, so... Yeah. I'll, I'll close it. Good night. Okay, go ahead. So, thank you, everybody, for listening to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. I hope you enjoyed these conversations Dude, if you want episode to 30 episode 30 honestly it doesn't feel like we've been recording for a half over half a year now nope. it's just that fun Dang. but but yeah. basically uh just follow us on spotify amazon music or to the source rss.com yes. if you want to uh Continue following us and seeing behind the scenes and reels and clips and just keeping updated with everything. You can also follow us on Instagram at uh, TBOBcast. TBOB yes, TBOBcast. I'm the one yeah. saying it this time. Go yeah, ahead. we post we post behind the scenes, reels, all that good stuff. Funny little clips, funny little bits. Where we do funny little things. Uh, if you enjoy it, go give us a follow. <laughs> okay. Well, goodbye now. Bye, y'all. Bye.